I'm Chico West. I'm the no filter of filter optional. And I'm Shannon West. I'm the filter. And filter and, optional. And it is August now. And oh my we're gosh. We're still in coronavirus. And we're still not in school or yeah. football practice or. <laughs> yes, it is crazy. We're mask wearing. That's okay. You know, but Oops. not right now when we're doing our podcast. This is part two of our podcast. Um, and if you didn't listen to part one, pause this, go back and listen to part two. Or you can just listen to this one and then go back and listen to part one because they're going to be a little different. They're, but same guest, same, same awesome guest. guest. And so, so I, we're going to, we're not going to even, we're just going to jump right back in. You know, Robert, Adria, you want to share anything? Tell us a little bit. A little bit more about us. Well, uh, hmm. Robert Warner. Uh, Adria Warner, the three kids. Uh, 18 years of marriage. 18 yeah. years of marriage. Yes, we clarified that last time. Yes, um, and we were at their wedding, so we've known them for, well, over 18 years. We knew Robert before he dated Adria, Adria. actually. Yes. So. Well, probably during the time I was Probably dating. during the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a yes. long time, anyway. But, but um, I, I got to tell a so, side story real quick. Okay. It's like, you know, Adria's brother... Uh, AJ, I mean, he did some some work when I had gas. He's dying to throw this in here. I mean, no, it's truly a good thing. I know. Go I mean, ahead. I mean, he I gave me he gave me a gift. He did some work at the gas house and did that, you know, tile deal and it the the circle with the triangle mm -hmm. that right. represents recovery. And then he did some work over at uh, our house right after we bought it. Did some tile work and we were talking and people. Someone asked him, well, "What's it like working for Chico?" You know, is he a nice guy? And he goes, you know, someone asked me that, and I, I looked at him and go, no, he's not nice, but he's kind. Yeah. You know, I love that about your brother is just because I don't want to be known as a nice guy. I want to be known as a kind guy. Yep. You know, so and yep. He, will, he will give you his, his true, authentic opinion if you ask for it. <laughs> right. Yes. And, yeah, I think, he's, I think he's distinguishing carefully between those terms. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, I think that's an that's a that is an honor for somebody to call you kind. Yes, um, that's actually something I'm doing study. some studying on right now on kindness, the oh, theology right. of kindness. Yes, um, I heard a podcast on some woman that wrote a book on kindness. Yeah, and yeah. it's different, I think, than nice. It's kindness is is something that is, I don't know, it just has a deeper meaning. Maybe so, yeah. it's a little like happiness and joy, mm. the difference, you know, like. Maybe happy is kind of nice and joy. Is Here, here's kind my no filter. Okay? okay, I'm gonna throw yeah, a no right. filter out there. Okay, is is nice guys? I don't freaking trust them. Well, that's I true. think they're full of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just. <laughs> but that could be part of your ADD too. That yes. you always think somebody is just out to get you, or yeah, you know, or, or something. Yeah. Well, because it's transactional yeah. or it's yes. circumstantial. Uh -huh. yes. Mm -hmm. And it's not rooted in anything true and real or lasting. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, but nice. the, back to what we're talking about, it, yeah. kindness is is what I'm called to. Yes. I'm called to be kind. I'm called to be tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Like, those are things that I am called to do that are not easy, especially when you talk about kind of what we're talking about. And we're, what we're talking about is race and how to come to the table and have these discussions. Right. You know, have discussions about, you know, black and white stuff. And we we talked you know, about white privilege, you know, in the last episode. Owning, and, owning our sides of the street. Yeah. You know, yes. Um, yep. Yep. You know, and so it, it, just to kind of touch back, we, we were talking about after the last episode, 
you know, white privilege. You wanted to add something to that. I liked what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, so the, the last episode, I, I told you about the Facebook post and the video that kind of depicted it. Uh, what, what we did with our kids after we saw that, and, and really it's aimed towards a white audience it's for, for, for y'all to see your privilege. Like, exactly. It's so, the Facebook, just to reiterate, it's the Facebook post where they ask, they line up the kids of all different races and then they ask questions like take two steps forwards if, you know, and take two yep. back and whatever. And that it's, it's an example and it is for yep. the white people to yep. see. Okay, so go so ahead. So we showed that to our own children. And we had said, in your mind, take the steps that he's asking you to take. My kids are right up there with other kids. Mm -hmm. um, and so we kind of asked him, okay, so what does that mean for you guys? And if I were to, ta to take those steps too, I would be not far behind them. And my parents might be a little bit behind me. And my grandparents would be way back. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think, yes, we have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work that we need to do. However we've come a long way too. And I think that's important to acknowledge and it's important for me as an African-American to look at my areas of, of privilege and see, okay, so what is my responsibility in that? Because there are responsibilities that we have as well uh, in, that, in our positions of privilege. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's, it kind of widens the conversation to, man, each of us have areas of privilege in our life. And what are you doing with those areas of privilege? Like how, what is your responsibility in that? No matter what your color is. Well, and right. exactly. And y'all have, y'all have three, three kids, you know, they're, you know, African-American kids. And yep. I, I believe, you know, we were joking earlier that my boys are six feet tall. You know, I'm nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. son looks very yeah. much yeah. like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but the deal is your, your kids have privilege. Can, you know, on the last episode, we talked about Travis and how he wanted to help out these kids that really had nothing that are, are the black kids that he was mm -hmm. real good friends with, you know, and something that we learned as these kids were coming over to our house when he was in junior high and high school and stuff is, we would ask them, uh, where do you live? They wouldn't say that. No, where they stay. You know, it was something new for us. Yes. You know, your your kids will tell you where they live. They live in your house. Yep. You know, right. some of these kids would live with, you know, a mom and then move over to a dad and then maybe a grandmother, mm -hmm. you know, uh, those things. Because right. mom maybe got thrown in, in prison for a few years and, and stuff like that. Right. And so I, I think even along those lines, like for... I think biblically, like that, yes. that. I think that needs to be that. That is what we're striving to because we're we're believers and followers of Jesus who happen to be black, um, and so for us, we need to live our lives in such a way of how how does Jesus want us to live? How does Jesus want to respond to this certain situation? Well, what did he come full of? <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, grace and truth. That's yeah, right. grace That's right. and truth. Grace and but truth. But it, it's important for us to 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 think those for for us as a family, and this is this is our our story. We're not speaking for every African American in the world, but for us, it's important that we approach these things from from a biblical lens, from a, of how Jesus wants us to live our life. Mm -hmm. um, and so, for me, and I'll go back to kind of that Romans twelve that you were mm -hmm. talking about in the last episode. In the episode, last episode, yes. Yeah. That for me, when the, all this went down, the tragedy of George Floyd and, mm -hmm. and, and all the things that happened out of that, 
Um, one of the things that I struggled with, and my, my history might play some of this, and I'm first generation American, my parents are from the Caribbean, mm -hmm. and so I don't, my family doesn't have the generation after generation after generation of these stories being told about all these wrongs being done in America. So I, I don't have that. Um, but it's important for, for me as, as I struggle through this, and I did struggle, like why am I not outraged like I see a lot of my African-American brothers and sisters ready to riot and, and burn places down? Like why am I not having this reaction was my big struggle. And you know, it was it was really good having conversations with my parents and my wife and my and my family and kind of to re to resolve. God is asking me, what do I require of you? And so I went to Romans twelve. Romans mm -hmm. twelve is 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 at the end of a great book where he talks about a lot of theology of, of who God is and all and who people are. And then he, he he's telling you how do you live? And that's where things like being at peace with all men, as far as it is, is up to you. Um, making room for God's wrath, you know, as an African American, that speaks. Mm -hmm. I need to allow. You, you, I mean, I could have my wrath, but it's nothing compared to God's wrath. Allow God to, His wrath to handle that. Yeah, correct. It also talks about bearing one another's burdens. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, if you're having a, you see somebody who's really angry, and they're saying things like, "You won't understand," mm -hmm. and they're in tears and they're angry, instead of you know, getting turned off by that, dig deeper and say, man. Help me understand. Help me understand or yeah. just don't say anything and cry with them. Yes, weep right. with them like what you said yes. in Romans 12. Yes, yes. And yes. weep with the, those that weep. Yes. Yes. Not carrying a burden. Yeah, yeah but, but weep yeah, with those that weep. Thing. And yeah. I like what you said. It Yeah, Romans 12 does talk about, you know, what did the Lord require, but it, yes. it came out of Micah 6, 8. I've been memorizing mm. that. You yeah. know, the Lord requires you to what? Act justly, to love mercy, and to and walk, walk humbly, humbly. Yes. before yes. your God, your Lord. And is, is that specified to one particular color? No. Because no. as an African-American who has been wrong, I can still be about justice. I can still be about mercy. I could still be in about being humble. Like, totally. It applies across the board. I don't care what your background, relation. That, for me and my family, that is what is required of us. What that looks like, well, that's it, a difficult question. It, and mm -hmm. you come from a different lens. And then, Adria, I, you, you know, your dad passed away, mm -hmm. you know, but he was the oldest of six in South Dallas. Yep. You know, so your family has a more generational here in America. Yep. What, what have you learned about your family in that narrative? Yeah, I think so much. I think um, there were a lot of... Um, moral truths instilled in my dad and his siblings through his parents um, and through the church. And I'll say that at the beginning. I think that um, my dad's eyes were open to the difficulties of walking through the world as a black man, and he um, purposed to do many things differently, looking at the trajectory of a lot of people around him. And um, and he sought to teach, he sought to um, educate his family, to come alongside of, to bridge the gaps, to spend his money, to have the conversations, the awkward, awkward uh -huh. conversations, 
to take his kids everywhere as he served since we were itty bitty. Um, and so he, he lived out peacemaking, um, and a sacrificial kind of serving, laying down my life kind of love that we see in the life of Christ. Yeah. And, and, and along with that, I, I grew up with, I such the rare privilege of having so many people in my life since I was very young who follow Christ. Yeah. And um, were clearly, um, clearly living out that kind of sacrificial love with their money, with their conversations, with their challenges to me and their teaching. And, um, and, the conversation wasn't specifically in this kind of rhetoric as far as white privilege, but there were plenty of people in my life who took from their own to give to us financially to provide um, ways for um, my education to be better than it would have maybe otherwise been. And, um, and so those conversations were, were happening all throughout right, my life, tucked right. into the nooks and crannies of living as it was in so many um, people around me. And I think that I've, I'm learning as an adult how rare that experience is. And so I, I walk into relationships being biracial as well That's what um, I was gonna in my community with much more of an abandoned kind of mm-hmm. trust yeah. because I, I have, I have, I have every reason to see that there are many people who are clearly walking with God who have um, manifested that kind of sacrificial love on my behalf, specifically because my dad was a black man and they'd had conversations with him. Yeah. And and there was a clear way they could help. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Well, and, and I don't know if you know because this. Because he was hum- humble and vulnerable. And, they, and they, didn't, they wouldn't necessarily say they helped him. They would all probably say they had so much more that they learned from knowing him in that experience of them having that oh, conversation, sure. yeah. realizing Such a gift there was some people. kind of exchange that could be done after we've established our value is in Christ. Totally. Yeah, and going back <laughs> totally. to There's an exchange here. And yeah. I think the, the, legacy, yeah. Yeah. the legacy that I think he lives, and I think it really it, it lives out in you, I think it also really lives out in your brother, and it goes back to a Absolutely. conversation that we had about about race and this topic on our side porch just a week yeah. ago, last weekend, is about the ability of people to allow themselves to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. in this whole conversation. Well, that's, that's vulnerability. Yep. That's taking that risk. Allowing yourself to be uncomfortable. And, and that goes back to last episode when we talked about vulnerability <laughs> a little bit, but about empathy, it's like, we don't allow ourselves to be uncomfortable. Like, man, there, I, you know, once again, we, Shin and I can't identify with being, you know, black or, you know, having those prejudice, right. you know, uh, come out at us, mm-hmm. you know, but, but man, help us understand what, mm-hmm. what that is and yeah. what that's like. Yep. Yeah, I think it's, and we talked about this earlier a little bit too, I think in the, in the conversation and with the rhetoric, I think it's, it's easy for all humans made in the image of God. We said that Imago Dei and and that that can be established. And yet in our humanity, we always seem to want to make 
ourselves the hero right in the story sure and people who are different than us the enemy and um and so it's it becomes very difficult um when uh there is there is the caveat of blame or you know yep. shifting mm-hmm. you know into an, an an opposing or continuing position of this is the hero person here uh-huh. this is the enemy person here rather than what's really at stake here right and it's not to negate these yes. very real issues that are true and right are evidence well, well and that's what we talked about we've talked about previously yes we're both going the same yes. place and i'll let you about, share it okay thank you about um when I was working on my codependency at Onsite, I had, I had this fear of um, when you were doing your tapping in my family of origin of tapping into some things that my mom has done or my dad has done yeah. because I I didn't want to blame them because my parents are awesome right. they're still married and they did the best they could I mean they they're great With the tools they have yeah, yeah. and so I was really struggling with that. And my therapist said, it's not blaming, it's naming. Mm-hmm. And so I see this in this situation. And it's like we talked about last episode with the, um, you know, I can have racist thoughts or racist, um, I can say racist things. And someone can call me out on that and say, that's racist. And if I take it as I'm racist, we talked about this last time I realized, but that's blaming like that. And that's me saying I am not racist. That's me blaming you for thinking that I'm racist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, yeah, owning it, that naming yes. it, naming it, that this is a racist thought. Yes. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I used one example when we talked to you and um, I, I just want to share it here because I want people listening to realize how certain things can be a racist thought with out any racist intentions mm-hmm. in your heart when Travis's friend, great friend, um, was over, well, he was over all the time one time and he had, he has an awesome family. I really miss them. I've been yeah, thinking about Jarius. them lately. Jarius. Um, his family is incredible, but, um, he was, over, his mom taught school. Mm-hmm. And so she, a lot of times he would just come to our house after school and she would pick him up after she finished school. Right. And um, one day they were walking from Woodrow or something, and um, I was in my car in my driveway, and I saw him in my rearview mirror, first of all, and then my side mirror. I saw him creeping up the side of my car because he was going to scare me. And um, He was being a teenage he kid. Was totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, oh, I'm going to scare Ms. West. I'm going to get her good, you know, whatever. And I see him, and so I, I jumped out of the car, and I was like, um, I got you. You didn't get me, you know, whatever. And then we went in the house, and I go, don't do that again. And he's like, why? I mean, I was just I was just trying to scare you or whatever. And I said, no one needs to see a young black man creeping up on a white woman in a white na- predominantly white neighborhood um, because of the optics. What are people going to think? I don't want my neighbors calling the police or shooting you. Yep. I mean, and I have to own the fact that that's a racist thought. Yeah, it is. And I had it. And it's based and upon I love this child. Yeah. Per- it's, it's perception. It's based upon perception. And how many times have it, even down to the podcast that we played even before, you were playing for us, like, okay, I, I'm oh, yeah. fine with interracial marriages until it's my daughter. Uh, sure. Yes. 
or you know, I'm fine and, with building a school that's going to be not you know segregated, and desegregated. It's, it's that fear of perception of uh -huh. what are others going to think of of me in yeah. this situation. And I think, and I was genuinely worried about this child. I love him. Right. <laughs> but, and you, you bring up, you bring up how the embarrassing word. that yeah. I even had that thought in my neighborhood. I don't want to live in a neighborhood like that, but we do. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you bring up that thought, that word, fear. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and we talk about biblical stuff, and I That's believe the equalizer. it is the equalizer. <laughs> right. But but I'm going to go back to one of your your college buddies, right. you know, that also worked, you know, did his practicum with, with me as well. Right. And ben. I think it's him right. that, that told me this, you know, okay. I'm going to give Ben Matthew the credit, but he did a word study in, in scripture about fear. And he mm -hmm. told me there was 365 different references, just to the word fear, yep. you know, and it's in the Bible, in the Bible, it's right. all over it. Right. You know, right. and like fear dominates us. And that's the great equalizer. That's where that narrative, that story comes from. You know, you, I hear your story about your dad, Adria, and, and how, you know, you grew up, he grew up in this, in this believing family that, you know, valued people, valued life and had a lot to give, but, but that wasn't driven by fear. You know, and you don't, you know, Robert, your, your story is like, okay, your parents were from the Caribbean, but they came up here, your first generation you didn't have generations of, of just that racial tension, right. you know, in, in your story from grandparents and great grandparents and all that. But, but you know, what, what we're seeing today is we had white people have the fear, black people have the fear, and it's just the narrative that keeps coming Well, and, out. and, and, and again, it's all back to owning it too. Like I get so tired of hearing people say, well, I didn't own slaves. I did you know, I mean, I, what does this have to do with me? I mean, that, we can't help that that's the way it, the America began or whatever. We can't help that, you know? Well, you know, you can help the narrative. Yeah. You can own it that it was wrong. You can own it that's wrong, and you can also look at yourself. And, 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 right. And I think, like, going back to my, my, my dad, like, epiphany moment a month ago, doing a Zoom call, talking about this topic. My dad is one of the members on there. He talks about growing <laughs> in his 20s, being at an island of Trinidad and seeing, um, seeing you know, the social statuses, white on top, African-Americans, and then Eastern Indians are being blamed for crime, being kept down from, from educational situations, and, and African-Americans being the ones who really wanted them to stay down because that meant more opportunity for me. Dad seeing that in the 60s, also hearing what's going on in the United States, riots, all the different kind of stuff. And when he moves there with my, with, with my mom and they get married, he experiences a lot of the prejudice that you experienced at time, that time, applying for apartments, getting oh, yeah, turned sure. down because of your race, all those different kind of things. And God had already worked that out in his heart that, that, that there are, people are flawed across the board. Yeah. People are flawed and and again, from our family, that everybody needs Jesus because we're flawed. If you, I'll go back to the to the statue conversation. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, I would love to hear this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go where you think I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, you, I'm not. Gonna I, even, you don't know what I'm good. thinking. I mean, I didn't <laughs> know you're a mind reader. I mean, come he knows on. you well I mean, enough. He does not. I mean, I, I got a little. Let's see. I got a little. Mean. We know the okay. thoughts and intentions <laughs> of Chica. Chica. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're not okay. going to go there. I, I Chica, got, let's just experiment. Let's okay, see. Okay, but I got a little meme that 
Uh, no. My staff sent yesterday, me on my way to piss someone off simply because I'm bored. You yeah, know? that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Robert, so go ahead know, and go share ahead. the statue so, conversation. If yes. we're, let's just say we were to take Chico West and put a, this is your this is your <laughs> office, we put a statue out there of Chico West. <laughs> Please you, don't. You've accomplished a lot of great things. You had a great impact on my life. Lots of parents that you've impacted. Lots of clients, man, you, you helped. Lots of people you help walk through into sobriety. A lot of great things. If you had that statue out there and we dug deep enough, we Dude. would find some crap. Oh, oh you yeah. would find a whole bunch of it shit. It would be a little statue there. And it would, wouldn't be very big. Very, <laughs> that's what I just about to say. It would be a little statue. I agree with that. And that's every last one of us. Totally. Who, if we were yes. to put a statue out there, and I don't want my statue out no. there because you dig deep enough. You're gonna find some bad thinking rotten, and some some, some rotten rot. stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and that goes back to what you're saying is that my hope out of all these conversations that I don't care who you are that you are realize that man I have my stuff. Yeah, and I am deeply flawed in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. I need grace. I also need to give grace. Mm -hmm. um, and in all these conversations, if you can realize, you know what? Yeah, you, what you did was, was absolutely horrendous. I've done some horrendous things in my life, too, and I also have received grace. So who am I not to give grace? Exactly. And you that know? goes back to, you know, okay, what does the Lord require? You know, yes. to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before our God. And that is a supernatural thing to do. Absolutely. And that only comes from there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, but, but Adria, I was, you know, we were talking to, you know, now it's a few weeks ago when people hear this podcast. But, man, you've been, I love the fact that you've been doing a lot of research on this. And, you know, what are, what are you finding? What are you, you know, looking at? You know, help us, you know, see some of what you're running up against or running to. Yeah. Uh, thanks. I appreciate that. I've, uh... When I hear that, I realize how uh, behind I am um, and how much more I need to mature. <laughs> yep. um, I, yes. And I didn't claim at the beginning. I had no feelings that, you know, I got this <laughs> yeah. in any way or I'm the one. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, my, my stance is humble and um, absorbent, and I'm careful to... Um, to go back to God's word and and continue to um, continue to check for the idols in my life that continue to pop up and and center around myself mm -hmm. and um, that's that's also the warning throughout Scripture um, yes to not make anything an idol before God and I think. There are a lot of conversations that sound like they can go in that direction. Um, if our hope is in um, being right. only being right, only mm -hmm. being right, or in only in full reconciliation of diversity and unity of di and diversity of people and different people groups. If that's where we're stopping, if that's the end goal here, that's insufficient and it doesn't please God. Right. Yeah, and that's greater than being right, but it's still insufficient. It is great, exactly. You it's, know, it's like you know, if we if we're if that's the goal, yes. but even if our goal first is just being right, we're we're going to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know? So right. I, I, you know, trying to trying to figure out how to participate in um, 
in justice and in God's justice and in weeping with those who weep and in um, speaking to a white majority community, which I'm a part of, um, for sure, as an, an, an authoritarian kind of figure as a teacher right, sure. there with kids and sure. with my um, colleagues as well. And just continuing to have those conversations that that are awkward in the moment <laughs> and yeah. yet loving. And I, I'm 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 noticing after all these years how difficult it is really for for many people, believers included, to say the first few words that would incite the conversation that tears into the heart of yeah. idolatry in our hearts. Mm -hmm. And and that's uncomfortable because we all know we're guilty of it. Totally. Like at any yes. given moment, who are we to bring that up in another's heart? But I think that's one of the gifts that God has given me. And and I think I saw in my dad too, is that that kind exhortation. Um, and I see it in, you know, the counselors and I, you know, I yeah. see that in, in so many people. But so I, I, I don't see it in, I see it in a lot of people, but at the same time, you said something that, you know, we all have it is like, I hope in this app, in mm -hmm. this episode and the episode before is that, you know, that people that are listening recognize that we all have it. We're all yes. flawed because sometimes mm -hmm. yes. we can get so myopic that we don't, we don't see Well, but it here's the thing with the so. idols. Again, it goes back to the blame and the name, you know, it's like people are blaming like the sta whole statue con conversation. I mean, those are idols. If mm -hmm. you are that attached to a statue, that's an idol in your heart, whether it's a, uh, you know, a, a, um, what was the word I'm looking for? It's a philosophy that you stand by because right. of the statue, whether right. it's, you know, right. whatever, whatever, if you're not standing by, but that's blaming, you know, blaming the, the idol, the statue, instead of mm -hmm. just naming it, like we don't need to be right. worshiping this statue mm -hmm. in any way, shape or form. If it goes but away, then on the same, it's okay. But then on the same side, on it, the opposite side, yeah. though, it's like they, you know, how come they're given so much power to taking it down too? I mean, so there well, is that, correct. and but, and but that's one to, of those those tough conversations. Listen, what I'm saying is, is right that there. people have to name their idolatry. Like yes, it's easy so to say idolatry. you idolize money. It's easy to to identify. It's yes. just like with addiction. Like I am a codependent. It's a little harder to identify than a drunk. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that that's. Clear. So your idols, but, but here's your the idols can be hard to identify. But Shannon, I want to, okay. I want to press into this too. This I is know, those, you're just not letting me finish awkward, my sentence. Yes, go ahead. These are those tough, awkward conversations in the yeah. sense of, it's like, yes, I agree. Don't, don't make a statue an idol and get upset if they tear it down. But then the people that are tearing it down are making it an idol to tear it down. That's why I was right. saying yeah. the blame right. and the name. I didn't yes. even want to, I didn't want to go out off on that rabbit trail. I was just trying to say that it's hard to name our idols mm -hmm. um, because you have to kind of dig deep and look into yourself and say, is the reason I'm pushing back mm -hmm. on all of this? Like you said, if we, if our goal is to stop here, that's not good enough. Right. Right. Because it means we're pushing back on recognizing the idols in ourselves mm -hmm. and our own. And, and that's why I like what you were saying, Adria, is like is like, man, how you know and I wanna wrestle with this, you know, kinda I, I'm a big fan of Brene Brown right rumble now. And rumble and vulnerability. Rumble and vulnerability. I've heard that. Yes. And so it's like how do we rumble in that vulnerability, those 
you know, we, we've talked about, you know, those those stopping phrases that people can't. But how do we begin to ask those mm -hmm. questions when when we're around people of, of different races and colors and stuff like that? What what is what do you all think, you know, for yourselves and, you know, Shan, for you and I that we don't press into that? Well, I, can I say something really yeah. quick, too, on the tails of that? I don't know that it always has to be a conversation, is what I'm saying. I mean, you can't just yeah. fellowship, mm -hmm. fellowship yeah. with different people. I agree with that. Yeah. And so it's like Robert was saying, there's the, the giving and taking of grace. And there are times and places when you want to rumble in the vulnerability, but there's also a time and a place to just fellowship. Yeah. But it, yep. but I'm going right. back to I mean, yes, so, I agree with that. But I'm going back to I I know you're on the you, arm board right now. Yes. And you know that y'all are doing a fundraiser and you're new to the board and there's been a lot of these older white guys that are on the board and they mean well. But right now with this race stuff and the the arm stuff is like, hey, we're gonna really pour into them and do some podcasts to help raise some money. Right. But hey, let's talk about how they're doing great work in South Dallas, helping out a equity, lot of- yeah. Equity and treatment. Equity and treatment. Yeah. And inclusion, yeah. Yes, inclusion. and inclusion yeah. is exactly. like, how, how do we have those tough conversations? And you were talking about well, the these board older, meeting. Well, these older guys are kind of like, well, we're the ones that bring in the people with the money. Right. You know, we're the ones that bring the money. And I'm like, okay, well, we're changing that. Okay. That, that's great. <laughs> you go, you keep bringing in the money if you've got it. Like, yeah. We'll take it, you yeah. know, but that conversation's over. We are starting from scratch. We are going to teach people how to fish. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're going to build into them, give them the confidence to raise the money and all mm -hmm. that stuff. They, mm -hmm. they act like th that's not their area and it's because they're just, don't know where to start and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, you all are quick in it being the, you know, chief chiefs that are, well, you know, anyway, we should. And, and, and what, what that, we're, yeah. what we're saying though, is getting back to, you know, just talking about race. These are tough questions. We, we've talked about white privilege. We've talked about what the narrative is. We've talked about, um, you know, help, help me. What else have we talked about? We've talked about, you know, our values, yes. you know, and I love the illustration from the last episode, you know, that you gave from an art perspective, you know, oh, yes. and, 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 you know, lots of different things. I mean, there is a lot that can be discussed here. Yes. Oh, and, and, and I think that's like, you, you asked Adria kind of, what are some of the voices that she, that have been impactful to her as she kind of looked through that. And I know that for us, there's a podcast out there called Color Commentary that has been a good resource. And, you know, you may or may not agree with certain things, but, man, bringing up the topic and hearing people discuss it from a, from a different perspective is good for you to be around. Like, even, like, one of the most impactful ones that they did lately is a guy who was a, um, a Native American. And he talked about this topic as it relates to Native Americans who have been very wronged in history. Um, and so, man, it, that was so good and so such a full episode. I'm writing that down. Um, what were some others? Yeah, well, I, I, I think, you know, that podcast is one of many that are doing, it's a part of a greater organization called Threaded.com, Threaded.org. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to yeah. want to get it right, um, which is local to Dallas. And so um, that is um, race, 
reconciliation through the Christian lens. And so they have smaller groups and they have curriculum designed, you know, to help people really um, who are wanting to engage in not just the conversation, but the action steps um, in that too, to participate in work that's both already ongoing and continuing and new work that now the door seems to be open. Um, There seems to be um, a different kind of welcoming you know, to the table, um, yeah, <laughs> the room where it happens. The room, I know, yeah. and, and <laughs> little Hamilton, you know, <laughs> reference. <laughs> I kept thinking that was the whole time sad, we're talking. I'm like, rise up, <laughs> rise up. <laughs> All right, sucker. So I don't know. I I think uh, you know I'm I'm 43 years old, and I my brother's very kind as well to me. Um, his little sister in saying just, I'm really glad to see you diving in, in this way and, and, and learning things. So as, as he kicks out, which he's really good at helping me be balanced in, in what I'm listening to and who I'm hearing mm-hmm. um, from, uh, from an economical um, point of view, um, you know, social, I mean, just, yeah, that's good. there are so many facets to the conversation and there's a lot that has been tried Right. Right. There is a a lot by people far more proficient and intelligent and and woke or engaged Uh than I am. Yeah. And and um, and this remains difficult. And and I want to be able to say two things. um, and I'm learning so much. I consider my, I have so much more to learn, but I want to be able to say two things um, in tandem is that I, I want to hold fast to um, solo scriptura. I want to hold fast to what God says is true. Yes. And I want to love my neighbor well. So I want to love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, and mind and bring my mind to it. And, um, and look at the history and look at, you know, look at the systems and I want to be able to love my neighbor well. Um, and the way I can love my neighbor best though, is understanding intrinsically where their value comes from and their value is declared by God himself. And if we, in, I don't want to allow myself to go down a road, which has diversity and inclusion and unity of all people at its end when we are offending a God who has declared us as his own. That's right. And so preeminently placing Christ in the work of Christ before and in all of this is where I'm going to stake my claim. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think for us, my, at all the voices that I hear and all the people that, you know, you take in and all this information, how am I supposed to respond? 10 different er- ten different directions I could take based upon somebody else's opinion take, smart people, I go back to Romans 12. Mm-hmm. For me, it goes back to do not be, con- not, not allowing conformed. the, yes, yes. Do not be conformed. But allowing your mind to be transformed. By the renewing. Yes, yes, yes. And so that's where it comes down to is God has, he has a way for me to live and a lot of that's very clear. I just don't do a really good job doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, my pride, my ego get in the way. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. my fears. You know, Absolutely. And, and it's like, man, can 
can I recognize my mm-hmm. shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and then right. it's like, luckily. Name it, name it, own it. Yes. Sure. Be better. Yep. No better, really do better. Develop, confess develop, it, move on. confess it. Yeah. Develop convictions that fall in their in line appropriately, and and then flesh out and manifest themselves in the world, and not just heady kinds of convictions. But I, man, I, there's a lot I'm wrestling with among mm-hmm. among people who claim to follow Christ. Okay, oh, so I'm, but I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's you know, and it's like you last episode you talked about the first time we met. You were a practicum student. Right. It's like at that time in my life, you know, I would I was going, you know, I'm not a Christian. You know, I'm a follower well, people of would say, Are you a Christian? Christ. I remember that. You know, I mean, it's, yes. you, you know, me, so. you made the He's statement. He's contrary, right. contrarian. Yeah. You made the statement to, you know, my staff in the past is like, oh, Chico gets on one scripture for six months. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Still true. It still yeah. holds true. Yeah, yes. And one joke. Yeah. There's one joke. And then one, one scripture, song. And one know, song. You know, it's just like, I'm a one-man show, man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's but like, But there's that. And I did that for a couple years now. Psalm 127, unless the Lord builds the house, he who builds it labors in vain. And and that has mm-hmm. colored my uh, desire to control and manipulate or idolize or frustrate ultimately the plans of God in me, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is not going to ever feel like or appear that I'm the hero. Yes. And that's that, so we get going back to that, is that, you know, that storytelling, the narrative, you know. Yeah. And then, okay, what's your narrative? You know, can we step into someone else's narrative right. and just be present? And sometimes it's not even having a conversation, but weep with those who weep. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And, yeah. I, you know, and realizing that I'm a sad representation for any one, <laughs> any one yes. group yes. Um, mm-hmm. of people people who are biracial or moms or, you know, whatever right. have you. And, um, and yet uh, walking in the confidence that God has wired and created each of us to um, play a part in his kingdom goals in that. And that that is going to, that is going to require our mind and it's going to require some time and studying of mine too, of God's word and of the world around me. And yeah. action. And action behind oh, yes. us. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, and I, I also think, I don't know why I keep thinking this, and I could be wrong and give y'all permission, but there's so much noise out there. Well, yeah. You know, and it's like, how do I how quiet? How do you through it? Yeah. How do you, how do you step? Step through it, or just quiet that noise. You re- you release a virus is, into is the world. Yes. Yeah, I'm just yes. kidding. Yes. <laughs> no, I think it makes right. it, so, I think it makes I mean, it in some ways noisier because we, you know, we I have, didn't. I was just yeah. joking, but yeah. we don't have to talk about the virus. But, but, but that <laughs> that's the thing. There's there's so much noise it instead of everybody us down for a time period. Yeah, but instead of us just coming together, mm-hmm. you know, it, it calls us. I mean, you. I, for me, you know, there's you're, you're talking Romans, you know, twelve. I look at Hebrews ten. You know, mm-hmm. let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. Mm-hmm. For yes. you yes. promised His faithful. We're not hopeless people. That yes. is yes. that yes. is That's so important. so That's important. True. Like if if I go into this and in this conversation and I don't hold on to the hope that I have, 
I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. yeah. And let us spur one another on yeah, towards yeah. love well, and good deeds. Yes. Here you are bringing San Antonio yeah. Spurs yeah. into this. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Spur on. Go yeah. Spurs, baby. <laughs> you know, but, but it's like when I don't act justly, I become judgmental. And so Absolutely. I hear these other voices, that other noise, and I get well, in and there. When it's self-preservation, too, yes. out of fear. Like, you feel like you're preserving your yes. steak, and you're yes. just putting your steak down, and yep. you don't even need to do that. Like, yep. it's... It, it's not humble. It's not humble. At all. At all. No. And there's no mercy. Nope. It's no. like, wait, you know, and, and I don't know. I mean, it's like... It's like, well, I was going to just give a quick example, because then we're probably going to have to kind of wrap up. But, but I have something, too. Well, okay. With I the, do, too. I have something. Okay, <laughs> good. Everybody, everybody's got something. I'm fine with And this will be quick. I got well, something, too. Okay, good. Okay, good. No, this will be quick. It's um, it's like the um, there's been talk about renaming Woodrow Wilson High School. Okay, the, the high I school. I want to call it Wawa. And I don't want to get into this big, long discussion, (laughs) but it's a 90-year-old school, and, um, you know, the alumni are kind of like, no, no, it's just Woodrow. It's just, it doesn't mean, we don't worship the man. We don't, you know, whatever. Okay, so there's that conversation. But since I've been very involved in the high school, the PTA, and the, you know, Athletic Booster Club and all that kind of stuff, and my first thought, truly, as a human thought, was like, oh, my gosh, how much money is this going to cost to, like, redo the gym floors and the uniforms and all that kind of stuff? So I kind of went there for Mm -hmm. an economic standpoint. I'm kind of like, can we waver on this? But people have been turning to me saying, you you need to take a stand either way. Like, you, you are such a, you know, voice in the school. You need to take a stand either way. And I said... This is something I am not willing to put a stake in the ground on mm-hmm. or, or die on a sword. Right. If it does make enough people that uncomfortable, well, then I will work yeah. with, I will ride with them. Right. It, right. It, it just won't matter to me. But I am not willing to die on a sword to keep a name yeah. of a high school. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and so people I, were asking I, me that. I yeah, like that. But the whole time these these two episodes, I mean, I've been studying trauma a lot more at Casa. We do mm-hmm. trauma work. I told you about the art therapy yeah. and, you know, I get married to come. It's like, I think about all this that, you know, there's all this, uh, you know, wounds. People have wounds and they have all this trauma and people are responding from a race perspective or the white privilege are responding from their own trauma. I mean, there is mm-hmm. trauma all over and we're not even addressing that. Right. You know, and right. so I I was just thinking about that as well. It's yeah. like that's why we need Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot of healing that needs yes. to happen. Exactly, we can't a lot of it. healing. Exactly. Yeah, and we can't handle it. And so you know, those those are the things. <laughs> it's it's crazy. We or control it. You know, yeah. we we just spent an hour and twenty minutes on two episodes, and we could talk so much more. Absolutely, so awesome. Yeah, you know, and not have all the answers at, at all. all, and <laughs> wrestle and rumble in that vulnerability <laughs> and yep. do those things. I mean, it. I I really love. I I love these two episodes that we just got to spend with y'all. We need to we need Same. to hang I'm out like we did all. before. I love the time. I, I love the time. Yeah. I know. Sure. I so mean, good. It is good. So thank you all so thank much you all for, for coming in. Spending your time yeah, with us. Yeah, you know, and love we it. would love to get y'all to come back and let's wrestle with this some more. Rumble. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Continue the conversation. Yes. 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 So, Always continue. It's a marathon, not a race, not a sprint. Absolutely. No. Even though I think I kind of pulled a hammy when I all raced. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Sounds about right. Yeah. Peace <laughs> <out>. <laughs>